Is it important to go to church? Or is that something we can take or leave, depending on whether it's helpful for us or not? Join Pastor Scott and JC as they discuss this important topic. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the No Lasting City podcast. I'm your host, Scott Corian. And with me again is my good friend, J.C. Basinger. Say hello, J.C. Uh, hello. Good to be on again, Scott. Thanks for the invite. Absolutely. Absolutely. And today we have uh, a very focused topic, J.C. I, I want to uh, talk, uh, give a couple reasons why, if you're a Christian, you should be actively engaged in a local church. That's our that's our point of discussion. Why, if you're a Christian, you should be actively part of a local church. And why talk about this? Well, part, part of the reason is, uh, JC, is that there just seems to be a lot of evidence that, at least in American Christianity, we, we tend to devalue the importance of being connected to a church. Um, would you agree with that? Uh, definitely. And just to cite a couple of statistics that I, I think verify that, I mean, I remember reading a book almost a decade ago, um, I'm not even sure when it was published by George Barna, I think his book Generations, where he be, he was talking then about the, what he called the rise of the churchless Christian. And so there was evidence, even the last couple of decades, that there is a growing number of Christians, people identify as, as Christians, who just no longer see the need or the importance of being part of a church, therefore the rise of the churchless Christian. Uh, also, more recently, that Gallup poll that just came out two months ago, which I uh, talked about a couple podcasts ago, which indicated that the, the steep decrease in the number of Americans part of any church, one of the things we didn't highlight there, but was part of that data, was that part of the decrease, it's not just people leaving faith or losing faith that are no longer part of a church, it's actually still church people that no longer go to a church. That number has risen over the last two decades, and they report on that. Um, and the, the 2020 uh, Ligonier State of Theology Survey, which is always an interesting read, JC. I don't know yeah, if you definitely. ever look at that. I find that interesting. Every two years, Ligonier Ministries does a State of Theology Survey. Thousands of people participate. And one of the questions they have on there is, you know, do you uh, agree or disagree? And then there's gradations of that. Strongly agree, somewhat agree uh, with, with various statements about the Bible, about life, about theology. And one question they always have on there is that uh, worshiping alone or with one's family is a valid replacement for being in church on Sundays. And, uh, and very interestingly, I guess not surprisingly, in the 2020 survey, uh, just under 40% of people who self-identify as evangelical Christians either strongly or somewhat agreed with that statement, that worshiping alone or with one's family is an acceptable or valid replacement for being part of a, a, a church worship on Sunday. So just about four out of 10, JC. Wow. Yeah, that's surprising. But it, it that fits with some anecdotal evidence, and I'm sure you've heard this as well. You'll talk to somebody and they'll say, you know, I, I feel God's presence just as much if I go on a hike or if I'm outdoors with, with family or friends and I am at church, almost as a way to 
say, hey, I'm connecting with God and I don't need church to do it. Yeah, no, you're exactly right. And I, I want to come back to that and, and address that because that, that is very common. Uh, I think that the final reason why, why I have this podcast now, why I talk about the importance of being engaged in a church is just that uh, we are coming out of a very unique cultural moment with this COVID uh, crisis. And um, uh, we're, you know, I hope and pray that by the end of this year, certainly this will largely be behind us and, and churches will largely be able to get back to, to normal, so to speak, as far as public gatherings and all these things. Uh, but there, there, ha- there is some evidence and, and some of it is anecdotal. I remember reading an article written by you know, a pretty prominent uh, Christian professor who said, listen, a, a lot of Christians aren't coming back. You know, we've gotten so used to the online thing or we've gotten out of the habit. I mean, there are various reasons why, but after a year of, of basically doing everything online, uh, he, he was speculating, we're going to lose 10 to 15% of members wow. who just aren't coming back. Now, I don't know if that's going to be correct. Maybe that's an overstatement, but I, I do think it's important to talk about, given the fact we're, we've just had this year where everything has gone online, and why is it important to come back? Why is it important to be actively engaged in a in a physical uh, a local church body? So yeah, those are good questions, good things to consider for sure. Well, let's get to it then. And and really, the rest of the podcast, I I want to give three reasons why, if you're a Christian, it's important for you to be connected to a local church. And here's the first reason: uh, it is part of what it means to follow Jesus. It's part of what it means to follow Jesus. So if, if we are trying to follow Jesus, uh, then we ought to be part of a local church. Uh, um, you know, sometimes over the years, JC, I've had people challenge me on that and say, well, show, show me a verse in the Bible where, <laughs> where, where it says I have to be part of a church. Yes. And I normally respond to that by saying, well, Okay, there's no single verse that commands that in the in the way that you're asking it, but it is a good inference from what the Bible does say. Um, and the Bible clearly teaches. I think. I mean, if we believe the Bible is God's word, it, it, it's pretty clear that the church is intended by God to be a central part of the life of every Christian. Um, you know that we we just don't see examples of what we might call Lone Ranger Christianity in the New Testament. And I always affirm, yes, God saves us as individuals. We have a personal relationship with God through Christ. That is an amazing reality. And yet when God saves individuals, he always brings us into the larger family of the church, doesn't he? That's exactly right. And um, yeah, that question itself is interesting. Show me in the Bible where, where it says that. And when I hear that question, I think a couple things. One, Jesus went to synagogue, so he's not opposed to church, right, or, or the gathering of of believers, uh, followers of God. But also, that I don't think that was a question that was being asked then because their society and community operated differently. Right? It's not even a question that, that they would ponder is, hey, do we need to be – uh, connected to a community of faith, or do we just do this on our own? And it probably betrays um, somebody's own heart uh, and their view of the church in some ways. 
when you look at the book of Acts, which is also a place to go, I mean, what you see there is you see people professing faith, repenting, and then they're always added to the church. There's one New Testament scholar who kind of summarizing this puts it this way, quote, there's no example in Acts where individual Christians live a solitary existence isolated from other believers. Christians, by definition, join themselves to the body of believers, end quote. And I think that's a that's a fair and faithful uh, uh, summary of what we see the scriptures teaching. And that's why I say it's just part of following Jesus, because the church was, we shouldn't forget this, it was Jesus's idea. But he founded the church. He died for the church. He's the one who says, who raises up uh, officers and elders and pastors for the church. Um, And so the church is not a voluntary association like a club that we can choose or join to not if we're believers. And I think when when we think of it in the same terms of other kinds of associations we're members of, we, to your point, we misunderstand what the church actually is. Right. Yeah. There's a more of a, a covenantal relationship when you're with the church. And not only are you committing, but the people in leadership, the pastors, the elders are, are committing to, to love you and to care for you. Absolutely. So it's just part of following Jesus. And that's not always easy. It's not, it's not always easy to be part of a church. It's definitely not always convenient to be part of a church. But if we want to follow Jesus where he's leading us, then it does seem that he calls us to connect with his body. And of course, there is Hebrews 10. I mean, I I do point this out when people ask me for a verse, which pretty clearly says, let us not neglect to meet together, as is the habit of some, but let us draw near and stir each other up as the day draws near. So uh, that's uh, pretty clear, isn't it, JC? Let us not (laughs) neglect to meet together. And that's in the context of of worship, right? So yeah, it seems like it's part of the uh, the grain of, of following Christ. And as you said, it can be very inconvenient to follow Jesus. But um, yeah, one of the one of the responses in following him is to be part of uh, the people of God. That's right. So that, that's reason number one. Why be part of a church? Because it is part of following Jesus, uh, as uh, his word shows us. Now, the, the second reason I want to get into is that we— we do need the church, right? Why, why be part of a church? Because we need the church. Uh, uh, th- there are important aspects of the Christian life that we cannot get if we're living as a solitary Christian. And I think let, let's maybe kick around a couple of these things, JC. One of them, let's just talk about worship, because I, I think this is a big one right now with all the online stuff, uh, with with the reality that really even in the last 20 years, we, we have opportunities which no previous generations of Christians ever had to listen to just about any pastor anywhere in the world uh, from the comfort of our own home. And so I do understand people that say, listen, I I don't need to go to church to go to worship. I can bring it into my home. I can listen to better preachers on a podcast than anyone in my, in my area. Um, church is just kind of boring. And so I can stream in something else. I mean, I, I, I guess I, I we're, we're living in, a, in an age that actually makes that possible really for the first time. Um, but what I want to say, JC, is that I, worship online or even listening to a preaching from a podcast or from a website, 
it is not the same as being present. Would you agree with that? I'd agree. And I would also say that, um, you know, there are benefits to, to hearing teachings or messages online. I know you probably listen to, to some pastors at times preach on a sermon and I would do the same. So it's not, and I know you're not saying this either. It's not a, a negation of, of any online learning or online listening, but there is a distinct difference of me see, sitting in the car or in my office listening to a podcast than being in a corporate worship, hearing the word preached by a minister and being with the people of God. It's just a, a tangible, um, embodied, almost visceral uh difference than than just having my airpods in and listening to a podcast right i mean i i can control and i agree with you i i listen to other guys preach all the time i listen to sermons i i enjoy that it's helpful for me so it it's not it's not to say that it's not beneficial it's just not the it's not a substitute for being part of a church in a worship setting with a with a preacher who knows you i mean that's one thing that uh, someone who is, you're listening to, he does, you know, the person doesn't know you. He's not preaching to you. He's preaching to the congregation he's preaching to. And right. so there's something to say about being part of a church with a pastor who knows you and, and is praying for you as he prepares his messages and is, is preaching with, you know, your, your desires and your cares and your needs on, on his heart. I mean, there's, you can't, you can't substitute that with online. I find online too, it, just to your point, we're often listening to it very distracted. I, I know, yeah, I'm listening to it while I'm driving or doing the dishes and I can pause it and stop it, rewind it. Or if I don't like it, I just shut it off. <laughs> so, <laughs> right, yeah. so I'm a, I'm consuming that, whereas live preaching forces us to receive. You know, we cannot consume. Um, but but um, also sacraments, right? I mean, you, you can't take the Lord's Supper by yourself. I mean, we need to we need to gather um, for, for worship for that. Absolutely. Um, and I would and that, argue, too, the prayer, right? The the praying together as a corporate body. Um, of course, we're called to pray individually, but there's also instances um, of the church praying together, and you can't do that by yourself. That's right, and just yeah, just the just the community presence. And so, when someone says I can worship on my own, well, that that is true. I do believe that we, you know, in in what what's called private worship. And uh, that that's important. Absolutely. And, and we should seek to pray and read God's word individually and privately. Very, very important. But but there is another category of worship what the scripture seems to say is very important for us, and that's being with God's people, taking the sacraments, the Lord's Supper together, singing songs and hymns and spiritual songs which encourage each other. And you know, that's just not something we can do by ourselves. Yeah. You're not gonna find me uh oftentimes singing. Um, on my own. It's going to be with the people of God in church. Yeah, exactly right. Exactly right. Except in the shower, right, JC? <laughs> You'll never know. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you don't have to answer that. So so worship, we need the church for, for worship. We also need the church for, for community. Uh, we need people in our life that, you know, what Hebrew says, that great cloud of witnesses to encourage us, to stir us up, uh, to to um, speak into our lives, to pray for us, to bear our burdens. And and when we disassociate from the people of God, we 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 lose that very, very important part of the Christian life. Yeah. And I think, you know, you, you look at the 
we'll just focus on the New Testament for now, but the, the passages about uh, community you have in Acts that people were even selling possessions to provide for the needs of others. And that's super communal. And then just the um, imperatives and Pauline epistles in his letters to the church about uh, watching over each other, all the one anothering passages. And in order to do that, you got to be in relationship. You got to be connected. You have to be in community. Exactly right. You know, Paul says, stir one another up. Well, you know, that it, you can't stir, it implies you can't stir yourself up. Sometimes you need a brother or sister to come to you to encourage you in a way you just can't do yourself. I mean, we go through these ups and downs in life. Um, and so, yeah, we, we need the encouragement and sometimes we need the accountability of other people. I mean, that that's part of the design of the church too. God has given us people, uh, elders and pastors, but also just other men and women in the church to help care for us, uh, uh, to to watch our back, so to speak, and to, to help us, you know, run with endurance the race that is set before us. And um, to think that we can do that by ourselves all the way through life uh, just doesn't seem to be what we see in the New Testament. Yeah, I mean, we have um, apps on our phone for accountability, whether it's counting our calories or logging workouts or um, setting tasks and reminders that, to keep us accountable. I don't, I think likewise with uh, the Christian faith, you know, we need accountability, not from the vices, but that embodied one-on-one -on -one relational accountability with people that know you care for you are praying for you and have your best interest in, in mind. They want your ultimate good. Yeah, that's right. So let's move to the third reason, JC. Why is it important to be a part of a church? One, because it's part of following Jesus. If we want to follow Jesus, we we want to uh we want to be part of his body, the, the church the, the body that he died to create. Uh, secondly, we need the church. We need it more than we think probably. We need community, we need worship, we need the encouragement. Uh, we need the sacraments. Uh, but last reason, and we'll finish with this, is the church needs you too. Uh, the church, you need the church, but the church needs you. And, and here, just want to say a word uh, uh, to those who, who would say, you know what, I, I just don't feel like I get much out of church. Um, I, I feel very strong in my faith. Um, I, I don't feel like I need these other things, the encouragement of the community. I feel encouraged. I feel strong. I feel like I'm in a good place. And here, I think, JC, correct me if I'm wrong, we would say, well, you probably need the church more than you think. So we could talk about yeah, that. But even, that. <laughs> even if that is the case or not the case, the church needs you then, right? Uh, because if you're not there, you're not able to, to use the spiritual gifts that God has given you to build up the body of Christ. Um, and so uh, you may not need other people, but other people need you and what you bring to the table. And uh, the church is not complete. Uh, the, I mean, this is Paul's analogy of the body in, in 1 Corinthians 12 and his teaching on, on spiritual gifts, uh, that uh, God has given spiritual gifts to build up the body of Christ. And when we remove ourselves from that, we're, we're, we're hurting the whole body because what we have, other people need. Yeah, that's exactly right. Um, you know, I broke my pinky toe on my left foot uh, a few months ago, as you know. 
because we had to cancel our golf outing. But yeah, I still don't it, understand that. Anyway, <laughs> but it doesn't seem like a big deal to me. Obviously, okay. well, it is a big deal. I didn't realize how big of a deal a pinky toe is. All that to say is. Just as the pinky toe, although seemingly insignificant, is a very important part of the body, which I I came to realize every part of the body of Christ is important. And when somebody, whether it's the arm or the pinky toe, decides that they're not needed or they're not necessary, the body suffers. That's right. So um, as you said, the people have been gifted by the Spirit of God. And part of those giftings is to help the body flourish. So as two pastors, we need you. That's right. That's right. Well, thanks for joining us for this discussion, everyone. Uh, let me finish just by by saying this. Listen, the, the church is not perfect, uh, not by any means. Uh, there is no perfect church. You've probably heard the joke that if you were to find a perfect church, don't join it because you'll ruin it. Because... <laughs> The church is filled with sinners, and so um, it's not always easy. It's not always convenient. Being part of a church does it does cause difficulties. We can be burned by the church. We've been hurt by people in the church. If you, I used to say to uh, to my congregation in in Michigan, if you if you stick around long enough, I will burn you. Right? I will sin against you because that's that is life in the church. Um, it's got its warts, um, but but uh, the church is still Christ's bride. Uh, the church is where Christ promises to be present. Uh, it's what he promises to bless and use to build us up in our faith. And so I just want to encourage you, uh, if you are a, a, a Christian, to, to be committed uh, and be active in a local congregation uh, because Christ himself does promise to build his church and says that the gates of hell will not prevail against it. Thanks for joining us for another episode of No Lasting City. And we'll talk to you next time.